better health begins at Tidelands Health, dedicated to keeping the communities we serve healthy and active. That's why we're proud to present our podcast series, Better Health Radio, brought to you by Tidelands Health. Here's Bill Klaproth. Physical therapy is often required after cancer treatment to recover your strength and reduce your pain. Here to talk with us about the benefits of physical therapy for cancer patients is Dargan Irvin, a physical therapist at Tidelands Health. Dargan, thank you so much for your time today. So why is physical therapy important after cancer treatment? Well, thank you, Bill. I'm glad to be here. Well, research, what we're what we're seeing in the industry now, and, and I've been doing therapy uh Quite a number of years is that with the advances in cancer treatment, we're seeing a, a, a great increase in both survival rates and, and longevity, you know, after cancer treatment. But but the effects of of the chemo and the effects of the radiation can can be profound in phys- in limiting mobility and and folks' ability to get around. And and therapy is is very important to try to uh, help return function and particularly safe function, uh, so folks can can get back to living after after going through the treatment. So true. So is everyone a good candidate for physical therapy after treatment? Uh, it, it's just dependent on on the impact that the, either the chemo or the or the radiation you know has on them, because uh, a lot of times with with the radiation treatments you you certainly have extreme fatigue and you can have joints that are that are fibrosed or, or essentially with the radiation that can be a, a, a some soft tissue trauma or damage. Um, and if uh, you know you 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 can't raise your arm over your head, or or you don't have the strength to walk across the room, um, they're an excellent candidate uh, to because what we try to do is is improve mobility and improve strength and and certainly improve safety um, if folks are, are having trouble getting around. So how do you come up with a plan then for each person? I know it's very individualized. How do you work with people like that? Well, you 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 do it when we have someone who's referred to us for therapy. We do an evaluation, uh, and then identify you know what are their their biggest impairments. Uh, uh, several months ago, I had a, a lady who had just started um, chemotherapy for lung cancer, um, and someone who was very vibrant and active and could could walk a, a mile or two a day prior to therapy. Um, she was at the point where after two or three rounds of chemotherapy, you know, she could not get out of a chair. She could not get out of a bed um, without her husband helping her. Um, so what we devised was a plan. Okay, how do we work on your transfers? How do we work on coming to stand and then working for working to progress into walking? And in, in four to five weeks, she was able to walk around her house and was actually getting out in the yard. Uh, it's just it's totally based on... Uh, meeting the patient where they are and developing a plan to to hopefully get them back to where they want to be. So whatever they need, that will dictate the type of therapy you prescribe for them. Yes, absolutely. Um, uh, the other the other big concern with with folks when they get very weak is is fall risk, and and we're seeing that more and more in therapy for a variety of reasons, and uh, because you don't want to to go through all this and. Um, and uh, you know, beat the cancer, and then suffer a fall where you can uh, break a hip or break a shoulder or, or have a head injury. So um, you you is totally based on on what their primary limitations are and and where their where their risks are for 
for some type of other injury or problem. And when I hear you explain that, Dargan, I'm thinking of physical therapy as lifting weights and stretching. It can be more than that, right? Or is that the main type of therapy that you perform? Well, and again, it goes back to, to, to meeting the patient where they are, because if you, if you can't roll over or come to sitting on the side of the bed, you know, you know, weight training is important. So there's, there's bed mobility training, um, there's there's balancing activities on the side of the bed. I mean, you hope to be able to progress to to some weight training. In fact, the the American Cancer Society recommends physical activity uh, on a regular basis. That that you know, it does include some strength training at least twice a week and, and 150 minutes of exercise every week. Um, so so you want to be able to get to that. Um, but but sometimes you can see the effects of the of the treatment is just so tough. Uh, on the on the human body and so tough on individuals that they're they're not able to get there. But that's certainly something you want to work up to. And generally, how long does a physical therapy program last? Usually, um, I mean, for, for the most part, it's it's you know it could be four to six weeks. But it, it's again, it's totally dependent on um, you know how how bad the impairments are that that a patient is suffering and. Um, and what kind of what kind of progress they're making, uh, and if and as long as they can demonstrate some potential that that they're you know they can continue to improve, you know therapy can still be indicated for periods longer than that. So let me ask you this then, just so people know what to expect, who would be on the physical therapy team? Oh, that's a great question um, because it's not just a will. You know, I'm glad you brought that up. It's not just physical therapy that are important in 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 cancer rehabilitation. Occupational therapy, um, where the occupational therapist would 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 deal more with activities of daily living. Do we need any any special tools to get dressed or any special um, devices we need to 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 help you with with cooking or, or housework or um, and then certainly in in cases where uh, we have trouble swallowing or, or or loss of speech function. Speech therapy is also uh, very much indicated uh, uh, with folks who, who who you know in the course of of chemo or radiation may have some impairments related to speech or swallowing. Wow, that's really interesting and really important the work that you're doing there. So, what else do we need to know about physical therapy after cancer treatment? Um, you know, certainly. There's probably going to be some some misery and fatigue. One of the things we also see after after chemo is is there's some peripheral neuropathy, some weakness in the in the ankles and weakness in the hands, which which physical therapy and occupational therapy can work with. But uh, hopefully the 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 patients or, or the families can be an advocate and know that uh, if if. You know, my family member is, is having trouble getting around. You know, ask for a referral. Um, uh, you know, you know, uh, physical therapy. When you look at the um, uh, the associations, the National Comprehensive Cancer Network, um, they have clinical practice guidelines that physical activity and referral to physical therapy is really a part of. Uh, and we certainly want to make uh, uh, practitioners more aware of that, and families more aware of that. That if 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 someone is uh, is at risk for falling or very weak or or, or you know, the other time, the other things that can happen too are sometimes family members in attempting to help someone who is very weak can actually injure themselves and we certainly don't want to have um, you know the family member getting hurt trying to provide aid and if we can 
uh, improve the function of the, the person going through treatment, it's going to help everybody out. Um, you're going to reduce the risk of, of caregivers getting hurt as well as help help the uh, uh, the primary patient be a little more uh, in better shape and, and, and function better and function safer. So, Dargan, you encourage patients to be their own advocates and request physical therapy if they feel they need it. What should they do? Call the doctor and ask for it. Uh, absolutely. Um, and and we can see, I have seen referrals come from the oncologist directly or if, if they, you know, their primary care doctor. Because um, a lot of times, you know, I've had one patient that, that I saw, you know, about a year or so ago um, who had effects in her shoulder residual to radiation treatment. And so she was you know, she was long past the oncology section of it, and and she talked to her primary care physician and said, "Hey, I've got a lot of shoulder stiffness, a lot of shoulder pain," and and her her primary care physician, you know, ordered the therapy, and and we got great results with improving her mobility and decreasing her pain in her shoulder. Mm-hmm. And Dargan, why should someone choose Tidelands for their physical therapy needs? There are a lot of great providers out there. Uh, but we uh, here in Horry County cover from North Myrtle Beach um, through, uh, you know, Myrtle Beach, Horry, and Georgetown counties, even over into Andrews. And so we have a, a wide network of, of outpatient offices and and uh, and, and uh, skilled physicians, uh, oncology physicians, and oncologists, and and family practitioners, and, uh, and physical therapists and rehab professionals as well. So I think we have a a very strong team covering a very wide area here in Horry County. Dargan, thank you so much for your time today. We appreciate it. For more information about Tidelands Health Physician Services and Facilities, visit TidelandsHealth.org. That's TidelandsHealth.org. This is Better Health Radio. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.